another fucking installment of the best podcast in the motherfucking world. Unmotherfucking heard. Hey. Truck to the plane, to the truck, truck to the hotel lobby Me, I go through underground garages, presidential suite on deposit Elevator up to the room, shower up and then we hit the club Touchdown, gotta see what's up, area code in my phone What numbers do I still have, who do I know from the past Hit one, she say she got a man, hit another one, it goes green Must have changed foes on the team Vintage Drizzy Vintage Chance, Vintage Vance, welcome back, boy. I'm back. Episode four of Unheard. We've got Vance back from load management. What's going on? I'm back. Had to take a break, international break, one week for the industry, but I'm back. All right, Kawhi. He called it before the podcast. He dropped a triple double this episode. I, I'm not calling anything, but we got Chance. It's been three episodes talking about load management. Whatever. Who is Chance? Chance is. I'll give you. Let's go, Paul George. We got Paul George. Paul in the pot. George. <laughs> You scored like what under eleven? Under, you scored under eleven. I'm trying points. to give you the second best player in the Clippers. No, I'm you not scored the under, best player. You scored under I'm eleven. On, matter of fact, I'm on my own team, nigga. All right, we got Giannis Antetokounmpo on the left, and we got. I don't want to be Giannis. I got skill. <laughs> Stop the bullshit, man. What's happening, y'all? Thank Welcome you. back. <laughs> um, let's get straight into it, boys. We intro with Chicago Drizzy. freestyle. Chicago freestyle, another city to add to his litany of city freestyles. SAT word. Somebody we, said it not only that, but we got Chicago. That would have been fire. 10 a.m. in Chicago. <laughs> yeah, that would have been that fire. That sound like 10 a.m. Did that sound like 10 a.m. to you? I mean, I wasn't really specifying that time. They might have said a different like, time. That sounded like 2 a.m. 2 a.m. in Chicago. Okay. Not even Chicago. That sounded like it was in Toronto. The video was in Toronto. I felt like he was on the way home. Time. He felt. I felt like he was on the way home from somewhere. I don't know what the hell. But anywho, what y'all thought? Great song. I liked it way more than the um, When to Say When, even though When to Say When was also good. Both of them was hard. Yeah, whenever Drake pairs with like somebody who can sing like that, it's always fire. What was his name? You just know how to capture that. I mood. forgot his name. Giveon. Giveon. Yeah. I, I like the track. Nah, Samfa. I know a lot of y'all thought that was Samfa, not him. Giveon. That was your take? Give no, I was just oh. telling you who that was. What you thought? Oh no, I, mean, I, I like the tracks. I definitely liked it better than the other one. Uh, the little Eminem flow he had was cool or whatever. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm just not sure. I mean, I don't know how to get too deep into this this soon, but I'm not sure how I feel about these Drake Lucys as a whole. Cause the Lucys right now, I feel like he's kind of just been throwing things at a wall. They're fire, hoping that something sticks. This is what we want him to do, though. Now, I don't, I don't think he wants anything to stick. I think this is why. We're getting the singles. So you don't think he want? You think these are quote unquote throwaways, like the desires leak and all that? I think he wants I something. I think to Drake stick. is going back to that vintage Drake. Remember Drake that were released the Club Paradises, the Zero Two One Hundreds, the um, we made it, all that we stuff. made it freestyles. You know all those like Lucy's in between albums that like still held weight as like tracks. I think he's just doing this in like a, like a more fun way, calling them like quote unquote leaks, even though he's dropping them himself. Um, but they're just not connecting the way they used to to me. And Man, a freestyle. That was hitting. not a freestyle. <laughs> that was not a freestyle. Which one? The Chicago, Chicago freestyle. Yeah, I mean, freestyle. I feel like none of the Drake ones are ever, but. I feel like why was it not a freestyle? It just didn't feel like a freestyle. Because he had like, it felt like it had a chorus, like structure to it. Yeah, like it felt like a real song. I mean, but, it did have a chorus, didn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the, the I mean, SoundCloud I mean, version, it comes back twice. Yeah. yeah. Does this mean we get an album soon? 
these these tracks. These I don't Aubrey actually, album late April. That's my prediction. Oh no, nah, I say uh, no, September. September. Actually, no, before the Grammys cut off, so August. So you think he's doing this build up now for something in August? Yeah, I don't think he's coming in the spring. Yeah, I think he'll drop with Future. I think when he drops is depending on if he drops with Future. He's not gonna step on his own toes, so he gonna get that. He gonna get that room to breathe. So, do y'all think Drake and Future's coming this year, or do y'all think like that was just a song? Let it go. I think it was just a single. I feel oh, like they've been working on singles. that for a, for a minute. I feel like what a time to be alive too has been teased by like both parties for like a while. So what's going on for real? I could see that coming out in the summer or that coming out in like a June, July, and then Drake really dropping heat on us. And that's what I'm saying. But if fall. that comes out in the summer, I mean, he only did that one other time. With I guess if you're reading this, and then no, because Scorpion was in the summer. He did that. Yeah, yeah. If you're reading this, and what a time to be alive. Actually, I, I feel like that's the only I, time I Drake really dropped like two major projects. In I didn't really want to even talk about if Drake was coming. I want to talk about Drake messing over his artists. Like I told y'all, like episode one, How Drake hates party. party. No, he don't. Bro, he the fact him. the fact that Drake has dropped more time, songs than Party in the last month, two months is that's an issue. Who fault is that? My whole theory is I think Drake is the one pushing back Party's album. Why? Because Party originally announced January, and then since January, Drake has dropped three or four songs. Three, four. I think. Why would party? I think party is in the way of Drake's rollout, and Drake is pushing his own artist back because of it. Even though in the Drake, even though in that Drake rap radar interview, he said uh, party kind of operates on his own time. I think he said like party's gonna drop. When party's gonna drop? You think he's capping? That's not true at all. Like who was Drake was the one who announced party March twenty seventh. Drake was who I saw who announced it. True. Like when was the last time you listened to Split Decisions? Just 20 minutes ago so i could see how i was really gonna <laughs> okay feel about well it. give me the ratio you listen to split decisions versus you listen to drake saying well that well listen to this this is why i'm not listening to split decisions because parties continuing to the latest album and like my hype is dying down and the tracks like split decision boring sleeper like i was falling asleep but i don't i don't know i just don't like i think the fact that Drake is dropping alongside Party could be just good for the brand as a whole, you know. They just want attention back on Toronto in general. Because, you know, The weekend also bringing attention back to Toronto. I think they might just kind of be coming to take over this music landscape going into the summer. But I don't know. That could just be a prediction. I mean, I some think people that's the think... PR spin. I think that's how they'll try to spin it. But I think it's a triangle of, like, trying to overshadow each other. Or well, not even trying to overshadow each other. When y'all the Drake. same ones who said that... Party and Weekend beefing. So which one is it? Are they I originally together? thought it was Party they... and Weekend beefing, but I think it's Drake just pushing back Party. I don't think Drake is pushing. I don't see. I mean, I. It sounds like the album not done for Party. Like either those singles didn't do the numbers he wanted them to. I wonder why. <laughs> if the person who's my boss is dropping better singles every time I drop a single, of course my singles aren't going to do numbers. But the first two singles, Loyal and the News, those were old news, no pun intended. A week later. Again, I wonder why if my the guy who is my boss and is the biggest artist in the world is also dropping singles at the same time I'm dropping singles. Of course, my singles are getting, going to gain traction. But I don't even think it's safe to say that those Drake singles are that big to where they could overshadow Party. Like, were any of them dropped on streaming? No, but Drake is... I think Drake could drop on Audio Mac. No diss to Audio Mac. Drake could drop on Wave Media... <laughs> The, the one that was live streaming, the yeah. Kanye. The Drake Kanye. can drop anywhere and it will get a million streams whenever it wants. I feel you. I feel you. I just don't know. I, 
I think parties roll out right now is a lot more industry standard that we're seeing. You know, they drop the album art and then they drop the name and or the name and then the album art and then the singles. Drake, I think he's kind of just throwing things at us, seeing what's about to happen, testing the waters because party blowing it. I'm gonna be honest. Um, I don't even know why we're spending this much time on him. Like we spent too much time talking about party on this pod. I just love party for him to just. I love him too, but he makes it he he makes it hard to love him because split decisions was weak loyal was a was a weak track news news was decent but this album like the way it's rolling out the way it's unfolding the delays the like lackluster singles like they ain't looking good for party especially like since it's been a great year for music so far vance how'd you like did you even give your take on split decision did you like split decision um i thought it was cool i thought it was very very average uh just I'm boring ca- like it it was nothing new i feel like if i want to listen to that i could just listen to the news and get the same exact kind of vibe like there wasn't much switch up throughout the song it's just not really what i want but it's definitely cool it's not a bad song it was definitely getting bashed a lot on twitter I don't it think was it- boring i mean if, if somebody you're waiting on you waiting you waiting that's that's why i think he's the landed i don't think the album was finished when he announced it and it's still not finished. There's probably a lot of things he didn't like about it. My final thing, though, I don't want—I don't want to keep talking about Party, but I—I I do see Party being the type of artist that his singles are, aren't even close to the best songs on there. But I'm willing to bet he's just dropping these to hold people because he's scrapping everything else. Which is smart. Because I think people—people people will do it. People will hold on to these singles until he drops. I mean, we've been delayed. No more for party talk till months, party so mobile. Party mobile. Yeah, I'm not talking drops. about it till the album drops. It's over with. A chance to give us some good music. All right. Um, this is my unheard artist of the week. Uh, one of my partners, DJ. This off his uh upcoming mixtape, the come up. He's a DJ, or his name is a DJ. No, his name's oh. DJ. Uh, it's anxiety. It's not out yet, but uh, just stay tuned. He gonna let y'all know when it's dropping. From the city of no love, ladies and gentlemen. DJ, snakes love to get a run around. Bust his head, blam. Bitch, guess you ain't running now. Number one, code up in the streets is not to run your mouth. If you do the reaper, come into your fucking house. The hood reaper favorite snack is a fucking mouse. Cheese eating niggas never make it out the south. Lazy ass niggas always claim they in the drought. What? Say they looking for a job, but be in the house. I'm on fire, I ain't stopping till I make it out. I know my mama praying that I take the safer route. Call me every day like Sunday. Tell me what you think about the day me and my It's cool. Dope. He's gonna be very hard to find. Just, you, know, you only get said his name was DJ. Yeah, you just said his name <laughs> was DJ. God. You didn't even let his album exactly. release. Well, like, no sound man out yet, man. Does he have um, an IG? We'll put all that. This let's, is supposed to be a platform about, to put on. Let's put that artists. in the description. You can put that in the description. I'm for not me? gonna find somebody named I'm DJ. Gonna put it, I'm gonna put it there for you. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, hey, how about you just shout out his project when it drops? The come up dropping this month sometime. Right. Uh, Classic cold mixtape. Definitely fuck with it. It's about to be cold. Contract talk. Y'all talk unheard splits. May. Unheard splits. What are the splits? <laughs> VNC three sixty percent. I'm a I'm a I'm a Carl Crawford. Uh, load all of Taj. Vance load managers. I've got Taj and Chance. So I feel like me and Chance get a forty forty. Vance with a 20 since he load manages. 
low management and support it in 2020. I'm putting up 50 points every pod. <laughs> and Vance got industry deals. Vance doesn't need unheard bag is nothing. Yeah, he's taking games up. Get him out of here. Let's talk about Megan, though, man. Um, what's going on with her? Vance, you want to break it down? Um, Sure. Uh, Meg the Stallion took to Twitter to tell people about how she can't release music um, because she's trying to renegotiate her contract with the original label she signed with, 1501. Um, I think 1501 Entertainment might be the name or whatever. And uh, she was saying that the label's been hard and kind of been abusing her and bullying her, and she only made um, 15000 from her contract at 1501, and she signed a deal, a management deal with Rock Nation, and was trying to get them to renegotiate her deal. But right now, it just kind of seems there's like a cluster and a collision between uh, Rock Nation and 1501 to renegotiate the terms of her deal, which means she can't drop music. Yeah, I was um, reading the um, Billboard, I think it was Billboard, the Billboard article yeah. where they interviewed the um, CEO of 1501, and he was like, Rock Nation's basically trying to shug night me. They just came in, and there was no negotiation. They basically said what they wanted, and it was their way or the highway. And he basically said what Rock Nation wants there to be. Instead of Meg Thee Stallion being signed to a four-album deal, they want her to be signed to a one-album deal, then she's out the deal. Basically. Um, Additionally, they're just kind of breaching. According to Crawford, who's the head of 1501, um... He's supposed to be getting at least thirty percent off of her touring and her merch, because uh, she well agreed sixty percent of the, the well, record sales and stuff. Right, and I, he was saying that he wasn't getting paid uh, for her last fifteen shows. Yeah, since August, he said he since said he's August, owed about two million, which is when she signed her management deal with Rock Nation, and ever since that, um, Crawford says she's been giving that tour money to Rock Nation and not fifteen oh one. So I can see kind of why that would cause a bit of conflict. Yeah, to, to read up more about what uh, the CEO said, the article's on Billboard. Um, but but what do y'all think? Like, like what do y'all believe, I guess, is, is the question I want to ask. I think the truth, that's that, that's like a saying, huh? The truth lies somewhere in the middle or something like that. Mm-hmm. I know I didn't just make that up, but yeah, I think that's <laughs> not right. <laughs> the new proverb. I think the truth is, like, definitely in the middle, because even in the Billboard ad, the Billboard thing, the main discrepancy seems to be that, like, Meg only gets 40% of, like, her publishing, but... With that forty percent, she's expected to pay features and yeah. like pay producers, and that's usually what the label does, right? Yes and no. Uh, what's interesting is that I'll try and say this in like the shortest, most condensed way possible: is that a lot of times labels will give an advance in the advance, however large it is. Um, an artist might think that that's money just for them to go and spend that they're getting paid f- to sign with the label, but it's money that needs to be recouped. So it's actually kind of like a debt. Um, and the label is saying we're going to give you this 100000 in exchange for paying for your studios, um, paying for other recording costs and stuff like that. Now, in this deal, it looks like the money that her label wanted her to pay these producers and stuff with was her publishing royalty money, not her advance. Because exactly. apparently like her... That doesn't even sound... Her advance? That doesn't sound It doesn't sound like a good... It doesn't sound like a good... Con- it doesn't sound like a conventional contract because Crawford was saying how it was amazing that Meg had 40% of her masters yeah, he, in general. In his opinion, it's a very good contract. 
because it's on. Un- of course, it's, it's a good contract in his opinion. It's uncommon for anybody to have any artist to own forty no, percent. For anybody to own forty percent of their masters. Of course, he's going to view it as no. She like don't a own forty percent of the masters. No, she does. She does. That was, oh, forty percent of the publishing. That's the masters. Yeah, yeah cool. that's what she's she's getting paid but off. Meg of. is apparently mad that she has to use that money to pay for like her features and everything. But I mean, it sounds. True. I mean, I get that. That's that is messed up. But that's but also think, kind of standard. Like the artist. Not that they're responsible for paying that, but like they're responsible for paying it, but usually not in that way. But Crawford is saying like most artists don't even get this amount of their publishing. So in you the should first be happy place, yeah, that you're getting this amount. So I see where Crawford's yeah, coming from because sides, what, to be what the the issue I have is that social media and you know social media people are going to do what they do. They all become lawyers. Everybody's a contract wizard. Everybody becomes a contract wizard, a lawyer immediately. <laughs> And we're trying to basically say that Crawford Crawford is his bum. <laughs> 1501 is bullying Meg and all this. And, like, people just don't understand that. I think a lot of people are failing to realize that Crawford was taking a risk in the first place, 1501, by investing in Meg, you know? Like, it's very easy to say that her deal is screwed and she's getting screwed over after she's made $7 million in revenue or whatever. But Crawford was saying that he still hasn't recouped $2 million that he invested into signing her. I don't believe that. You believe that? Yeah, I, I don't believe that. All them all. hits Megan got all them. There's no way if you own sixty percent there's no way. If you own sixty percent of Meg's publishing and you get money you were getting money from tours and but shows. Remember she no, signed, no, 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 the 60% Crawford's talking about is 60% of Meg's total revenue or 60% after 300 has taken their cut. You know, when you're dealing, that's the other thing Meg screwed herself kind of over with, signing to more than one label. You know, remember Blueface, he was kind of getting ridiculed when he went on The Breakfast Club and he didn't know who he was signed to, Cash Money West, Cash Money East. And he's signed to like five, six different labels, which is a issue all in itself. Um, but yeah, when you have... You're already signed to two labels, and then you sign somewhere new for a management deal. And not only that, the same place that's doing your management also operates as a label. So it's very fair to assume that they're going to try and target you as a potential artist to sign. So it looks like Rock Nation is trying to kind of just steal Meg, freeze everything, and then kind of work out a terms to just buy her out with a large sum. That's probably that's what, that's probably like what that's I predict. That's the simplest route. If, if, if Jay-Z and Rock Nation is just so concerned with getting Meg out of this terrible deal, just pay him off. I don't, Two million? But, okay. I mean, sounds, it's not that, that simple. It's not simple. that simple, like, yeah, obviously. Just give him money, but, but would you even sell Meg Thee Stallion, who's, a, like, clearly the hottest female rapper? I that's the thing, because, like, are you selling Meg? Yeah, are you going to sell your your shares? I hate to say the way, because it's just so objectifying, like, your shares of Meg. Yeah, but, I, your your yeah. shares of her touring revenue and the money she makes off it as as an artist because she's probably only going to go up from here. So it would be dumb she to just. Have he like said one main I'm project that everybody knows. Like, exactly. He said on hot, record though, like listen, off he, name. He said on record that he really doesn't care. Like he doesn't want any dealings with her. He said he just wants the money. If like she wants to do her thing, he said he just wants his money. Like his problem is that. Like, like he, he feels that Meg is like a liar and she's conniving and she went about it shady, like not telling him about the deal, like her new agent. Like as though like she has been like planning this shit, basically. He's basically saying like, look, man, like if you don't want anything to do with me, if you want to cut ties, cool. Just give me the money I'm owed and then 
we could we could move forward from there. But it sounds like he gonna fight this, which I think he should. I don't know the side. Um, I don't know the truth, but I can definitely see the side where Jay Z, you know, the businessman, the mogul. Yeah, like we friends, but it's it's also business. So I could definitely see him trying to get pull Meg away from has them. Jay Prince in his back, like. He's not. Oh yeah, he Crawford, has Prince, Crawford, got to even mention that. Crawford so. also he also said he had uh, a bunch of receipts, and I believe him. I believe that he has those receipts. He should that, have receipts. He was signing checks, saying that he has receipts of Megan and eight hundred thousand, nine hundred thousand dollars worth of receipts. Yeah, that's, that's, of that's Ma- a bit. Do you guys Megan think Meg was? That's the common thing I've like been reading. Like she was only twenty years old. How do you guys feel about the whole? He said she was twenty three. Yeah, he said she was 23. Regard, was regardless. But still, that's pretty That's pretty young. I just don't, I, I definitely sympathize with her on a small amount because it's definitely a cutthroat industry that can get over very overwhelming very quickly when you rise the way she kind of did. But at the same time, I think in 2020, I just don't really think it's a super valid excuse exactly. to say I was young when I entered an industry that, we all kind of know on a base level how it operates at this it is point. Cutthroat. Exactly. Because like we have our legends, you know, the older people, De La Soul, older artists who are fighting these deals and we're seeing their fallouts now. They can't get their Not publishing. Not only that, but they're telling you, they're warning the youth, like, be careful, like read like your contracts. And I mean, shit. yeah, like like De La like De La like 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 Soul is trying to get their publishing back and stuff like that. So you see stories like that and it really shouldn't let you fall into situations like that especially like i was seeing tweets where megan was saying like she would never ever sign herself into a 360 deal or a a situation she doesn't feel comfortable in and i don't know there's a lot of a lot of hoopla around it because her mom was her former manager and then her mom passed and crawford said that that affected a lot of um the people that could influence her and stuff like that so then everything I'm saying is like everybody's like she should have hired a lawyer or she should have got a lawyer to look over it and I'm like okay but it's not that, even it's not if, that easy yeah even if you don't have a lawyer I feel like you have multiple people in your circle like just but let do, multiple do people, people in your circle read those the contract people in your circle though, this is the thing do they always have your best inference that's that's something I want the audience to ask themselves I'm about to break it down <laughs> life real quick do I'm the people in your one? circle when it boils down to it, do they really have your best interest in mind? You know what I mean? People just see green, green, green. People love you to debt, but money will do some crazy things to people. Like, and it, and it ain't and it ain't even something that they could really control. But like, if you've never had nothing and you just see dollar signs, like that's your loved one. You might feel like they getting good too, but of course you're gonna do whatever you can to get your piece of the pie. I, that's why I disagree. Like, I was I told you guys before the pie, but I want to share the story. I got I run a website. Called Sound Sports. Don't don't. Uh, I'm not. It. Yeah, I run a web. I run a website called Sound Sports. Future, huge media company. And earlier September of 2019, I got offered like a sum of money for Sound Sports. And like I was excited. I was like, okay, this thing's really paying off. I'm about to get this money. Blah 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 blah. But after like telling a few people, like I didn't even have a lawyer. I just told people in my circle, and it was like my mom, <laughs> and like we're not well off. And she was like, that's a dumb deal. Like, it's as easy as just giving it, like, telling enough people your situation and somebody will find the hole in it. That's what I'm saying. Well, when somebody ties, like, it's easy to say, and, and, you, and, and you're speaking from your experience, which is, like, valid. I know, I'm saying, and, like, and I'm like, saying this. Like, I'm a point. student at USC. I'm taking business classes, and even I was like, oh, shit, I'm about that's to sign this right now. That's what I'm saying. Somebody your face. That's what I'm like, saying. Especially with something that, you know, these artists, they're coming up, they're, they're, they're homeless, like, 
they were bumming off people. Like, if somebody, like, look, 50K, 60K, like, right now, this will get you in your own spot, whatever the case may be. Like, that sounds very appealing. So I'm not going to blame it on Meg. I just hope the situation shakes out. I hope every, you know, I hope it's fair at the end of the day. Like, I don't want to see Meg just just because she's the bigger artist and she has the bigger following. Like, she's just going to bully people. You know what I mean? Like, I want I want everybody to come out fair. So, Yeah, I agree. I hope it works out. Even and if, like, if any young artist is listening to this, like, just read your contracts. That's the only well, advice I got. Seek legal rec- seek legal representation. It's definitely not as easy as it sounds, but at the same time, and it's definitely not cheap. I don't want to paint it like that either. But when you're dealing with the record label, there's going to be a lot of money in your face, and you're going to be dealing with a lot of money. So it's it's going to be worth it to just make that investment early on and get legal representation because to act like any normal person can understand the terms and what to look for in contracts like that is just an ignorant view. So yeah, and even if you are broke, like uh, something I practice is I like anything I'm about to sign up for or anything I'm about to do, I tell it to like my most pessimistic friend, the one who shits on everything, and I hear what they have to say about it. Like that's just a good practice that I feel lets you hear the negative sure. of every situation. For sure. So what do y'all think is about the... Wait, 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 wait. What do you think is the... Out? What? Remember what? Remember what? I was listening to uh, A Seat at the Table yesterday. You probably heard me, Taj. I did. So, <laughs> Master P said, New Orleans legend, if somebody offering you a certain amount of money and they telling you you worth something, think about how much you really worth if they willing to give you that amount of money. You feel me? I'm just going to leave it on that. Peace and love. Okay. Well, um, now that that's <laughs> now that that's over... <laughs> Uh, what do you think is the outcome? I saw today that she, the court, a judge in court did, um, gift her or yeah, allowed her a restraining order so she can drop music. Um, I think eventually Rock Nation will just drop the bag and be like, she's our artist now. Go be somewhere Crawford. I could see that happening, but I could also kind of see Megan and Rock Nation really getting screwed over. You think so? If they really, really really decide to take this to court and Crawford is oh, truthful yeah. about what he's saying. No way they let it I don't see it court. against Crawford. That's what I'm saying. I think it'll settle. They'll just have to pay up the money he's owed anyway. Unless, I mean, you think he's going to try to sue for more, obviously. Well, because Megan is suing him. So yeah, if, Craw- if Crawford him. is smart, he would counter sue for that's like all I'm the saying. future earnings Meg would be. And exactly. that's a lot of money. So if I was Rock Nation, I'd just give him like a lot of money now before it turns into way more Should money. Taj. Exactly. Lawyer? Lawyer Taj? <laughs> I'm not a lawyer. Journalism is a pre- get, get Taj to read your contracts. <laughs> All right, let's this is my on. yeah. Let's go to something lighthearted. My unheard artist of the week, um, Tiara Wack. I'm wearing her merch right now. She's one of my favorite artists. This is a song, Hunger Hippo. She's one of my favorite artists. <laughs> he likes my diamonds and my pearls. I said thank you. I designed it. That was Tierra Wack, Hunger Hippo. Great track off her um I think the project was called Wack World. Fifteen minutes. Easy listen. From that to Lil Baby. Bubble Vibes to Lil Baby. How we like the project? I liked it. Uh 
I, I heard it a couple of days early. It was on the East Streets. Got leaked a little Industry early. Vents. I couldn't hold. I couldn't. I couldn't hold back. I had to listen. Uh, that Uzi record is serious. Commercial. I liked it. You know, I wasn't really a big Lil Baby fan before because uh, I kind of had this old head view. Yeah, you went at him first. You episode. just don't like artists from the no, south. No, shut up. I had this old head view where I was like, you know, if I want that Atlanta sound, I can go to Outkast. I, no, yo. <laughs> Stop playing with this man. <laughs> this man hurts. I was saying I can go to Gunna because for me they sound so much uh, alike. No, they, they don't. I'm still gonna stand by this argument that they sound a lot alike. But Baby definitely did separate himself a lot with this project. I would say. I mean, he's been rapping this way f f the whole time, I guess. But this definitely set him apart from Gunna for me personally. Chance, what's your review? You go first. My review. It was cool. Yeah, it's, was this his best project? No, nowhere near his best nowhere Yeah, near I don't think project. this was his best. I don't think it was his best, yeah. nah. I ain't go, no, no, no. It's, Actually, a, it's a cool project to walk to and from class with. He said it's his best. I like it's it. It's not his best project, in my I opinion. I don't think, like, solo, though. I think he definitely has done better, like, solo songs. All the features were nice, though. Especially, I like the Money Bag feature. Highlight for me. Mm -hmm. Standout tracks. The Money Bag. Money Com Bag track. Commercial. Obviously, Future. You didn't like the Thug feature? Um... I mean, I don't know. I've only listened to the album like maybe three, four times and then like went back to my favorite tracks a lot. My favorite tracks, Emotionally Scarred, <coughs> crazy track. That's with who again? It's just him. It's like, he's like, oh, I yeah, got yeah, a love yeah, letter yeah. I like you, that. Blah, Let me blah, see. Blah, blah. Let me pull up the then track. Then the um, track with 42 Doug, I think I'm pronouncing his name, Grace. I don't even know who 42 Doug is, but he. Oh, yeah, that, that shit track. was hard. You talking about, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's my f favorite track on that. That's one of my favorites too. All right, any more takes on Lil Baby's Drop? You guys want to move on to Herbo? Man, I want to keep talking about this baby, man. Like, Freak, What is there like, to talk about? Yeah, it was a cool project. What y'all thought about Dwayne? It's cool. I don't I really mean, care for the Wayne feature. Yeah, I just if don't. I had to rank was it too features, long to y'all? 20 songs? No, nah, it didn't feel too long for it to be 20 songs. It didn't feel too long. It was actually a good project. I was cleaning my house like Saturday, Sunday, and it was actually pretty good to just let roll through. Mom vibes. Literally. But, uh, I mean, I'll give it that. Yeah, it was cool. Let's move on. You wanted to stick on it just to say it's cool. <laughs> that Gerbo project, my favorite project of the year. I'll cool. say it. This dude here is East Coast to his core. Wow, I know, right? Just bias. <laughs> As he sits just in the studio with a hoodie and a jacket on. Bias, my nigga. How? Cause Herbo, I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it here on the record. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Herbo is fucking garbage. I'm you not gonna just say that. At it. I'm not gonna say that. This, I'm not even gonna hit that. I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna put that on the air. I think did. Herbo is nice. I think what he raps off beat, like, it comes back to haunt him. Like it makes it like almost comical. Like, especially when he's solo. Like <laughs> on certain tracks, especially on this project, like he kinda does the offbeat rap thing, but it's not so like I guess apparent or like out there to where like the track is nice. You kinda feel me on that? But, like, when he just overdoes it, like, I can't do it. You want um, my G Herbo analogy? Wait, say it again. You want my G Herbo analogy? Yeah, say it again. I didn't tell it to you. I, like, came up with this while I was listening. You All right, say it. Okay. I, you're in a faithful relationship. Someone asked Vance. Vance. Thank you. You've ever been with a girl with, like, first time hooking up, and it's just crazy pubes down there. Never shaved. Yo. Never shaved. Oh. 
crazy. Never, pubes. never, not a, ne- not a never shave. But, but I've seen, I've seen some crazy. Yeah, boys. yeah, yeah, yeah. Nineteen forties porno. Yeah, yeah. The That's her more rapping offbeat. It's like it's, it's a bush. Like it's a bush. No, no, It's a bush. It's a bush. It's a bush. It's a bush. It throws you off. It's oh, like first time it throws like, you off. It's just like oh, the second first time it throws you off. Like you're like, Amazon? You're like, why can't line? you? You like, why can't you it's please just acquired, be bald? It's, it's like, like an acquired taste. Exactly, G Herbo. Why can't you please just rap on beat? You acquired tastes. You acquired taste. But once you get past the bush, you're like, it's it's pretty good. It's just the same. That's what I'm saying. Herbo is not bad, but like. The fucking like flow is just but he didn't, so he didn't go hard. Off, he didn't go like, off flow. Right. He, he didn't was, go off, he flow, that off flow that much. I like Bro, the twenty one record. Let me the, see. I, honestly, I like the Chance in, record. Everyone who knows me knows I'm not the biggest G Herbo fan. I've shit on G Herbo for years, but I this project wasn't bad. This is there my, was only this one. Is my favorite. There's only one track that I skipped. The feelings. tracks I That's hate. Track I skipped in this bitch. Game yeah, in this bitch. I I don't like them tracks, bro. Just cause like how Herb sound. The track, my favorite, my favorite by <laughs> so far. So you just don't like only because of Dirk himself, Dirkio. Yeah, Party I don't know. Heaven. How do you like Party Lil, in heaven, How do you like Lil Dirk, bro? Dirk is harder than. How do you like Dirk? Dirk is harder. How do you Herbo. like Lil Dirk? Dirk is, Dirk like is Herbo, harder than right. G Herbo, That's man. Not true. Dirk is harder than G Herbo. That's not true. We can have this, which is better another day. If you want to go, me and you. I don't like either of them like that. You, I don't even want to put that much it's time into it. so hard to it. understand Vance's like. Right. Who do you like? What does what <laughs> it taste like? What does it taste Dirk, <laughs> Dirk literally body Herb on his own track and you want to talk about I mean, I'll Herb say that. I'll say that. Dirk. I'll say that. But Herb is still definitely better I'm gonna than I'm going to throw Dirk. this tape at you. Get out of here. Alrighty. <laughs> That's See, my... I'm 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 developing you my nemesis because you just hate <laughs> everything nemesis. I love. That's not true. <laughs> I mean I just don't say nemesis. Yeah, nemesis. That's... We got any standout tracks? Gangsta party, bro. Party in heaven. Play party in heaven for my nigga. I mean, okay. Play it, bro. That's that is that is in my opinion the best track on this album. I like Gangsta's Cry. I like PTSD because the Juice World hook is fire. By any means, Twenty One Savage bodies it. Lawyer fees with Polo G. Uh, my favorite tracks: Intro, In This Bitch, uh, Party in Heaven, Dirk bodied it. Um, Facts. Juice World bodied his feature. R.I.P. Juice. Yeah, those was my favorite tracks. Vancy, Vancy Pool, Vance. Herbal you over there on your phone, bro? Come on, man. I'm looking for my sleeper. But what are we talking about? Um, favorite tracks. Which which album? Herbo. Oh, by any means, Twenty One Savage, Gang Banging, In This Bitch. He liked all, all the right. tracks it's I party hate. In heaven. <laughs> I ain't have a way, I have to make one. Jump off the porch together, don't mean no way else today one. I see you snaking nigga, you love, I see the hate come. Seen Larry Hoover in the hood, I mean a fake one. Niggas in heaven having a gangster party. See this right here, this a gangster story. Shout out to fucking Dirt. Shout out to Polo G. I would just, I just ran back. Uh, what that is? Love letter to the streets three. Just ran that back. That was a highlight from the summer. Yeah, it was. I think it made my top twenty. No, it was an honorable mention. Yeah, it wasn't on there. Yeah. Uh, all right, we've got all the music of February. Who had the best project? All right. It's so weird because I think 
February represented like such a good. I like this topic. This is my favorite topic today. It's just like there were a lot of really good moods. Like when I have my pop smoke mood, I'm definitely in that R. bag. Pop. Rest in peace, pop smoke. Rest in peace, the woo. Um, but then like that young boy bag, I'm definitely messing with too at a certain level. Um, the Thames album drop in February yeah. technically. Yeah. Uh, that's a whole nother mood, Brent. You want me to just give you the rundown of the main projects that dropped? No, I'm, I'm do it for the listeners. Yeah, do it for the listeners. All right, listeners. Sure. Main projects, I think it was like nine. I'm going to say nine, like primary projects that dropped this month. Uh, Herbo, My Turn, Lil Baby, uh, Flexing Still Stepping, Young Boy, um, A Boogie Shit, Meet the Woo, <laughs> Young Nudie Anyways, uh, Justin Bieber, Changes, Brent Fias, Fuck the World, and Tame Impala. And King Cruel. And King Cruel. Did we have any more? Any more that I left out? Uh, for a project? No, not that I not that I know. Yeah, I think that's it. So, Taj, you want to get your favorite, bro? My favorite of those that you named. I don't really have a favorite. A bunch will be tied. It's like really you yeah, don't have none, a clear cut favorite. Who's I don't think then? I'm going to be listening like to any throughout the year. It wow. was just like no, it was a good month of music, but I don't think I'm like going to be listening to any full project. I just picked songs from a bunch. Yeah, I think there's going to be songs from... Yeah, there's going to be songs from pretty much everything that's making it through. I think the only project, and this is why I'm going to say this is my favorite. I think Brent going to make it through the year for me. I think that I was... Um, honestly, like, still still listening to it. I think he going to make it for me. Off the strength of, like, it was just so short, but the checks just have so much, like, replay value. Um, so I think he had the best project, especially on the R&B side. Probably my favorite hip-hop project. Is it Young Boy? It might be. I like my turn. I haven't had as much time with it. I like, honestly, I like Nudie. Nudie's not I like the Nudie's, best No, I like Nudie's better more than Young Boy. I like really. Yeah, I only like like three tracks from that Young Boy project. You might be right. Nudie, Nudie shit was hard. I don't know. I think I'm still fucking with the Young Boy a little bit more though. Vance, what's your top project of this month? About to say a boogie. I'm gonna say changes. <laughs> we stay, we stay picking on this man on this show. We are gonna stop doing that, bro. Vance has he always want to be the Iron Man out there. No, like. Vance has smoke for Chance pre pod, but he nah. I mean, I'm, it. my uh, I'm trying to think. They hit that smoke, nigga. <laughs> I'm actually, I'm probably actually gonna give it to Young Boy in terms of the album I'm playing the most on repeat. That Dude, is that, so weird. He just he just told us he hate Young Boy like last week, and now like he has this an objective take. Album. He's objective. No, he's not, bro. He just goes whatever <laughs> we're against, and then we prove no, him I wrong. I mean, I I'll openly say like for a while, like I didn't want to like Young Boy, literally up until I heard Make No Sense for the first time, and then it was like okay, <laughs> like I can't not like this. So, bro, Young Boy don't have a bad track. I still don't really want to like him. He's still a clown to me, like, but he gonna bow. Yeah, I was about to say. Head, yeah, man. I was about to say. Who am I? <laughs> Uh, I mean that can get us into that next topic about Young Boy sales because Young Little oh, Baby, yeah. Little Baby has an intricate theory that all of Young Boy's fans are fake. I never said that. I just said the fact that Little Baby sells two hundred and Young Boy sells ninety k. Young Boy week. did. I didn't even niggas didn't even know Young Boy was dropping until he was just on Apple Music. I think he made like a slight announcement and then that was it. He dropped a, a YouTube video. That's what I'm it saying. Was like project. Like, no promo. Three days later. No promo. Just random project. Like no promo. This dude don't do no promo. Baby's been not under no label. He did a hundred k. I'm surprised. 
it's not even a like no rollout, bro. I mean, he's and the baby's highest, been he's rolling this shit out for a few months. He's now. the highest streamed artist on all of YouTube. That's what I'm saying. That's because niggas are running up his fucking video. All those hundred K, like probably seventy K from YouTube. In my, if I had to guess, like I don't see baby. I, I mean, not baby. Young boy, not from YouTube. People listening to young boy on streaming. Stop. Not like not his core. His core is on YouTube. Y'all saw one Twitter meme and like really think like all this whole man Twitter, fan base is just, just running no, out. No, 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 no. YouTube actual numbers. numbers. I know he's number one, but you think that's like all right? The, so you think he's the number one YouTube artist when that artist like Drake exists, and you think he his core isn't on YouTube? All right. I mean, hood niggas don't pay for streaming services, so <laughs> you could be right, bro. So that was your whole theory, Vance. Um, I mean, I was just it's just interesting to me i mean i'm also unsure why young boys putting out projects with no promo and no young boys say he was making so much money from just his music on house arrest that he don't even want to do shows i don't really know what we're i mean young boy and this shit strictly for money i'm not going to talk about that man's pockets but i don't I, believe I, I, a lot of what these rappers say about how much money they deal. have young boys in a terrible deal. i was he's about to say i'm sorry he's Wait, in a he, terrible deal is who he? is he signed to like bird i, I thought it was independent I who, no i remember when he signed everybody was like Going off on him because it was like a four. Well, he might be out of this deal. Ain't now. no way he not out. It was four albums. Boy, it like, was four albums for two million. But he's only dropped. <laughs> no, he doesn't have albums. That's what I'm saying. I don't know if the mixtapes count as albums. Hey, young boy, that's an album. I yeah, think. That's I don't it, know though. if he's made four albums since then. He's just been dropping mixtapes, which well, does make he sense get all the money his, on his mixtape? I don't know. I don't know how that deal works. But I mean, have you ever seen anybody at a young boy show? So he's not making like money. He, from he, shows. he wasn't touring because he was on house arrest, right? Exactly. So he's making all his money off YouTube, presumably. So, which is cool and which is real interesting because uh, we he's saw that picture. Money. We saw that picture of Lior Cohen, who's with Roddy Rich on Twitter. Nasty picture. Lior's the head of YouTube Music, <clears throat> and uh, they've been doing a lot of things just YouTube on the music side of things with Young Boy and stuff like that. So. I mean, that's definitely interesting. All right. Well, let's wrap it up, man. We're going to do the viral tweet of the week. Oh, yeah. This is a... We've been, like, trying to find segments for this podcast, and this is something that is just organic. We've been talking about this. We It seems we, we always talk about a viral tweet. Yeah. Yeah. And this was our viral tweet. Somebody tweeted... I guess I'll find the exact tweet. But Somebody tweeted that Travis... Scott was better than Young Thug. That was not the tweet. That's why no. I was. Somebody did tweet that. that. It was that Young Thug was better than Travis Scott. No, somebody tweeted Travis was better than Young Thug, and then he he quoted it and said, no, you're not oh, going to tell okay. me. Yeah, that's the tweet I was referring to. Though. So w- what side are you on? I, right? Are we going to do it as of right now or just like overall? Go overall. Overall, Travis better than Thug. Just say who's the better artist. What do you think? Negative. Doug is way more influential than Travis. Who's better? Doug. Okay. Doug. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a pretty quick I think, I think that was a point in time where Travis was could have been. Maybe. 2014, hell yeah. Maybe Rodeo. Hell yeah. He was having a better year than Thug. All right, yeah. Because at 2014, Thug had, uh, he. I don't think he had um, Lifestyle yet. I think he had Stoner. He, did have, he had Lifestyle, 2014. I know he had Old I think English. that was the year he came He had out. Old English. He had, rich, he had the Rich Gang shit. That was like when he was like first, like you know with Birdman and shit. They've been linked their whole career. That's probably the crazy part. Like their first main tour was together. That's facts. So they, that's pretty. That is facts. Actually, interesting. The fact that they're still being compared today. I don't. I think they're equal. I wrote this. No, not not now. I think they're equal. In terms of like how good they are. 
in terms of like I what think they, total artistry. Yeah, in terms I of total artistry. Yeah, good job, man. It's a great word. Oh, I mean, Travis, like, all right, I could go with that. I would say, like, right now, if I had to pick one, though, like, I'm not going to say equal. If I had to pick one, I'm going to go Thug off the I think that's of, recency bias, bro. Like, think it Travis, kind of is. Bro, I think Travis year, can't I, make, Travis hasn't made, like. If this was 20, if this was 2018, yeah, was winter 2018, say. you would be saying Travis right now. Because World would have just dropped and Thug's last project would have been Slime Language. That's what I'm saying. It's recency bias. Thug just dropped uh, a top project of 2019, and Travis has dropped a trash label collab. Overall, all right, what, what we gonna put up Rodeo Days Before Astro versus? I think you have to look up the, yeah the progression and then and then, and then put up birds. Thugs. Oh, so we're looking at progression, or and we then we gonna at put that against projects? the Slime Seasons, I like guess. Top projects. No, let's put it up against like the main shit. Let's put it up against. The I, slime think I think series. they're both. Pro- I think they're equal in both respects. I think if we do discography, it'll be equal. But if we do progression. Young Thug has been progressing way more than Travis, in my opinion. I also think Young Thug is just going to have a bigger impact in this game when it comes down to the end of the day, which is why I'm going to say Young... I think... You don't think so? Not I true. Don't, I disagree. Not true yeah. at all. Travis's, think, Travis's influence has already been crazy. You know how much I got to hear that trash auto-tune? Because people want to sound like Travis? That's fair. But I also think Thug is putting on some of the biggest artists in the game right now. Literally. Travis has Don Tolliver dropping next month. That's not. He's going to be the one of the biggest artists in the game. Travis's artists that's are just more. Believe. Travis artists are more new than thugs. Fair point. I mean, it remains to be seen. If I had to pick one, though, all right, you can't. Li- you gotta live without one. Who you living <laughs> without? And we are gonna end it on that. They're both top five favorite. I wouldn't. Artists be, I wouldn't be making me. music without Travis. So this, I can't really answer that. Yeah, they're both in my top five. Travis is. Yes, you can. I just, I just told you. If you had I had to, to li- you had to live without one. <laughs> I truthfully Nigga, could live without Thug. It would be Thug. I, I would fu- choose Thug. I have future. You Thug to live without. I have future. Yeah, Rodeo's probably one of my top three favorite albums ever. So, yeah. yeah, I would choose. I Thug. might have to live without Thug. Off the nostalgia. Even though I love Thug, Thug's in my top five. Post Rodeo, I could live without Travis. Love That's you. Crazy. i forever. Peace. <laughs> All right. Do you have anything else? Upcoming projects, Janae drops. That's it. I thought we That's was the announcement. <laughs> Uzi Eternal is finally coming. Oh yeah, new Uzi single. We didn't talk about that, but that way it's that cool. that way. Yeah, I mean you sampled mm, one Backstreet, of the biggest boy band hits. Backstreet Boys. That was my childhood hit. I that song gave me so much happiness. Still so hard to understand who Vance is. Uzi is, is just a hip hop. <laughs> I love that song. Party that's for like me the, right that's now. The, my, that's like one of my favorite songs all year. By like episode twenty, I'm gonna know understand who Vance is. Dude hated Footstyle Shuffle. He thought it was mid, but he likes this shit. I love this. He just likes being different. I'm going to listen to this as soon as we leave. People are, you're going to lose all your credibility. Credibility. Can't even say the word. <laughs> credibility. I have no credibility. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. I'm not even going to try we, to say the yeah, word. Yeah, I have no credibility to lose, so we'll see. Uh, is there anything else coming out that's, like, important? Um, uh, Don Tolliver rumor to drop March no time swing so oh party part, party mobile not saying I'm not even saying his name anymore he who shall not be named he last ha- words uh bye bye fans last words post triple double post game conference post game uh, David Aldrich I'm not sponsored by Gatorade um go, I hope you voted that's really all I have if you can go vote yeah, my last words, don't make me vote for a guy with dementia. I'll leave you to assume who that is. Vance, who's your unheard artist? Um, I mean, he's not even really unheard, but uh, 
play that um, blue cheese salad off of Nudie's new tape. Let them go with that. <laughs> I tell y'all, it makes stolen music, gangster music, killer music, fuck your whole music, take your whole music. <laughs> Chill. She say boss up, so I drop the top on that bitch. She was fucking with me when they had shit, but she want this. All this money that I'm getting, I ain't giving shit. I be in the trap spot, count up, trying to add it. Fuck a hoe and blow a bit, you know that hoe is nasty. Bitch, I live a savage life, and bitch, I live in lavish. I'm a hot boy, in my pocket full of sad lit. Missing with that rap money, turn that shit to blue cheese. Podcast over, dog.